Hey, 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 welcome to the Creatives Conversation. If you are new here, please punch the subscribe button because you're going to enjoy Well, I hope you enjoy. I'm not going to lie to you. You might not like it, but I hope you enjoy this podcast and this episode. It's going to be really, really fun. So I'm not even going to waste any time. My name is Gabby from Helps Too, and I am here to help you today. The title of this conversation is called how to get rich or how I'm trying to get rich, how I intend to get rich, (laughs) something like that. And this year, this year, I'm so excited. And to be honest, I wanted to title it and maybe we will, um, how to get rich or die trying. If you know where that reference is from, please leave a comment. (laughs) Please leave a comment to all my hip hop heads out there. Um, we, we loved that album, even though I don't know if it's the best for everybody to listen to. It's not appropriate for all ages, but here, you know, it's a little hint. So I just want to say welcome. Let's just jump on in. Um, this podcast is not only going to talk about how to get rich, but how to be successful. I think there are Um, there's a lot of talk out there and there's a lot of people that want to talk about do these five things or get this one job or like whatever. But I think it goes even more fundamental and foundational than that more, um, underlying deeper within you, how to become certain habits you need to become rich and so, and successful. I actually, this book, think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill. I just got done reading it. It is such a good read actually. And I thought it was going to be only about money, but this is about life right here. And if you want to read this book, I'm going to put a link in the description of this YouTube video. And if you're on like Spotify listening or another podcast app, I'm going to try to put a link in the notes for you guys. So you can go get a copy of your own. I think it's a great read. I'm going to actually read it again after my husband gets done, but I wanted to do this mainly for creatives, but I think this applies to honestly anybody in life. The method that Napoleon Hill talks about in this book is mind blowing. And it's funny because I'll talk about this a little later, but a lot of what he talks about, I was told about as a kid in youth group. And I just didn't think about how much that would impact my life. So I feel like some of the things he preaches in here and talks about And he lists some great sources of people that actually did these things like Henry Ford and all of these people that implemented what he talks about and they're super and they have been super uber successful. So, um, let's jump in. I believe, let me look at my notes here. One, two, three, four, five, six. So I'm only going to go over six you know, actual elements to this strategy on becoming rich and or successful, either one or both. But Napoleon goes way deeper. And I think if you want to know, you need to get the book. Okay. And so, or get the, the audio links. I think it's on audible and all that stuff. So the first element, the first, we're just going to call them elements of this strategy is desire. It's the starting point, right? What do you want in life? I think to be honest, if a lot of us were really honest, I think we would say like a surface level answer. If we were talking to somebody, just like, let's say someone off the street goes, Hey, what do you really want in life? We would say, um, to never work again or whatever, but there's an even deeper answer. A lot of the times, not always, but most of the time that 
is there. Like you don't want to work because you desire freedom. Or like God is putting your heart to be an entrepreneur that like paves their own way and changes culture. Like it goes way deeper than you not wanting to work. I mean, that's a huge part of it and that's the start of it. But what is the desire? And so Napoleon talks about how you need to make that desire concrete, measurable, and figure out how you're going to get there. So if you're right here and you long to get right here, what will it take for you to get there? How long will it take for you to get there? And then make it concrete, like write it down how you intend and how long it will take to get there. And so an example is, right, this is just an example. Let's say you have the desire to make $40,000 a month one day. For some of us, that sounds like a lot of money. For others, you're like, that's a penny, a drop in the bucket. So let's not even think about that aspect. This is just a goal. You would say, I want to make $40,000 a month. I will work overtime on my business five times a week for four hours so that I can achieve this by June 24th of 2020, whatever. This is what I will offer, or this is what I will do during those four hours. It's that simple, making it concrete, writing it down. You know, the time, what it is that you're going to do to get to where you want to go and you make it concrete. All right. The second element is faith visualizing and believing. All right. So I always hear people say seen is believing. And to be honest, like I'm a Christian. So, you know, God clearly in the Bible and like the book of Hebrews says, like belief is not seen. <laughs> it doesn't say it like that, but you know, like belief is confidence that God exists. And that's what belief is. Belief is having confidence that something will happen before it happens sometimes, or that God will do it. And you can't see all of that. But I had like this really crazy kind of like bit of revelation when I was preparing my notes for this podcast. What if seeing is believing that like, and let's, let me, what I said, I think is true already. So I'm not reneging on that, but what if for you to believe that God will do it, you need to keep like a meditation before your eyes or like, you need to keep talking about the fact that God will do it. For example, one example, I bring this up because, um, I experienced this with being successful in dating, right? For a lot of people, success is like getting married or whatever. I don't know if that's true for everybody, but <laughs> for me in that area of my life, I did not intend to go here. This is not in my notes, but I really wanted to be successful in dating. And for me, that meant finding a man that I could build a life with and I could have kids with a husband. I wanted a husband, you know, ring on the finger, ladies, you know what I mean? So that was success for me. And for so long, I truly just did not believe that anybody was out there for me for so long. And I had a moment where I just felt like God was saying, you need to believe that I can do it like that there's someone out there. So I would actually, every time I got discouraged, I would, instead of like confessing a discouraging statement and saying, Oh, it'll never happen for me. I stopped doing that. And I even stopped begging God because his kids don't need to beg him. Like, you know, you can ask him once and he heard you, man. Like he's a good father. And so 
I actually started thanking God every time it came up in my mind or I saw something that triggered a thought or I got discouraged or I saw another friend get married. I'm like, what about me? I stopped asking what about me? I said, you know what? Thank you, God. You're going to do it. I'm putting the effort forth. It's going to happen because faith without works is dead. So I had the works going. I was doing it. And I was also like proclaiming it for so long and seeing that, hearing that really made me start to believe. So maybe seeing hearing is believing. I mean, the Bible does talk about how like, um, you know, hearing really does bring about faith. And I think that's like Romans 10, 17 or something like that. But anyways, we're not on a a preaching stint here, but I do want to bring that to our attention because Napoleon, who I don't know if this dude's a Christian or not, but I feel like he could be because he's preaching that same, he's talking about the same thing, guys. So he's saying you have to put your goal before you and meditate on it daily. So he says, write it down. Like I told you in element one, make it concrete, write it down. And then he wants you to speak it every day before you get going, speak it. And then he says, actually imagine it, like close your eyes and imagine yourself walking that out. Imagine yourself carrying that $40,000. What will you do with it? How will you build the community around you? How will you give back to your family, pay off your debt? What does it look for you to have that goal completed to be past the finish line? And so he says, visualize it, believe it, imagine yourself there, speak it out loud daily. And he says, it will happen. Now, stop right now. If you're watching on YouTube, I want you to take a moment, leave a comment right now. Is it hard for you to believe you can achieve the desire that you have or the desires, plural, that you have? Let me know. And if you're listening on a podcast, make a mental note to yourself. Is it hard for you to believe that you can actually achieve the desire in your heart? Is it hard? Because for me in the whole romantic realm, I don't know why I use that as an example, but it came to mind. So we're going to flow with it. <laughs> it. It was really hard for years. And I had to catch myself because I had actually learned in youth group when I was like 14, 15, that like those, your thoughts are seeds and seeds do grow. So if you have negative thinking in your mind or stankin' thinking in your mind constantly, it's going to grow. And out of that, will become negative things in your life. So if you really think you're not going to find someone, you're probably right. And if you think you're going to find somebody, you're probably right. (laughs) If you think you're going to make a million dollars, you're probably right. Like if you really believe that a lot of people just really don't believe it. If you don't think you can actually attain a million dollars, you're probably right. Your mind really drives the course of your life. It's crazy. That's why it's so important to renew it. You know, element number three, let's jump in here. So now you have the, the desire, it's concrete. You are really starting to believe it. Now you need to put forth some organized planning, the very practical part, but it's not the most important part. Um, the last two are highly important and they all work together. So like not any of this without one of the elements doesn't really work to be honest. So the organized planning, Napoleon in the book talks about how we have to have organized planning. So if your dream is to become a famous, I don't know, graphic designer, <laughs> I don't know what, it, what, it, what's fit. Are graphic designers famous? I, they can be right. Yeah. Actually, Christo, I wouldn't call him a graphic designer. He's like an illustrator, but I would say he's famous. Cause I know about him and he doesn't know about me. So anyways, 
whatever, if you want to be a well-known, whatever, or a high multimillionaire, um, plumber, I don't, I dude, I don't know. But like, this is where a lot of us fall off the organized planning. Napoleon says you have to have, or you need to put in a place two meetings a week where you convene and you bring together resources, whether it's a computer resource, a person that's going to help you. And you need to like strive for the goal with them. And you need to convene twice a week to kind of like realign, talk about it and to make sure you're on the right page. I mean, that's not the only time you're achieving the goals twice a week. It's just, you're coming together with the people you're achieving the goal with. Now you're, you might be listening and you're like, Gabby, what do you mean people achieving with people? Well, Napoleon talks about you working alone hardly ever works. That's actually a really good t-shirt. You working alone hardly ever works, <laughs> but you usually have to have a team to really get to where you want to go in the time uh, span that you want to go there. And people will help push you there. And you might not be able to pay people, but if you can, that's great. You need to find people to help you make it come true. So for example, me, a lot of you know, I'm a musician. I go by Marte. For me to make my music work, I need a producer and I have a producer. I need um, a video director. I have a video director. They're my friends and we make really great trades and we do exchange money. It's not weird. Like we have each other's backs. I help them. They help me. And so, but there were times in my life where I did not have the money. And so I would make a trade. Like I made a trade with somebody to do radio promotion. And they said, well, if you do my social media, I will give you radio promotion. And I said, well, hey, <laughs> I'm right there. You know what I mean? And so until you get to where you want to go, you might end up working with these people. Like me and my video friend, we have worked together for three years now. And that is incredible. My producer and I have worked together for over a decade. Incredible. You know what I mean? And so... It's just, you have to build these relationships and the resources that you need to get to where you're going, just period. So I would suggest if you're like, I don't know where to start with this, go sit down with a piece of paper and write out your goal and where you want to go and everything you need to get there. And then ask yourself, can I do this or can someone else do it? And even if you can do it, can you offload it to someone else that you might know and make a good trade? to where like it's at, cause maybe you can be the graphic designer to make your next album cover, but it's not so natural for you. And you know, your friend could whip it out in an hour or less, let them do it. And then do something that's natural for you, for them, you know, get to where you're going. Stop holding yourself back. Cause you have to do everything. If that's who you are, if that's not who you are, then keep it moving. But yeah. So he says, meet two times a week with those people. For me right now, I'm going to be honest. Can I be transparent here? I meet like once a week. Well, for some with some of these people, I do meet more than twice a week or we're just in such a good flow that we don't need to meet twice a week. But yeah, I would say most often I like see people in person that I work with like once a week, which is, I feel like good for me. But if we were starting, it might have to be more. So, or a Zoom call or whatever. So, all right. Element number four persistence. I love this because this is also where a lot of us fall off. If it didn't work the first time, the second time, the third time, we're like, we're giving up. It's not for me. God doesn't want it to happen. Woe is me. I'm just, I'm just normal. I need to go do what everyone else says. Um, ma'am, sir, uh-uh, we're not doing that here. Okay. Napoleon Hill talks about persistence. He says, don't stop pursuing your goal with your team and your resources until it happens. And if you come up against a wall, he says, he says, 
redirect. If you come up against a wall, take one of those twice a week meetings and you re-strategize, rework how you're going to get there. And then you go after it again, because eventually it's going to work. And if you think about people like Edison who made the light bulb, and I think he made like the voice caster. I don't know if that's the proper word for it, but he tried thousands of times, like a lot. Henry Ford, who made the first car, tried thousands of times to get certain elements right. And I think Henry Ford, what's really cool, and I think um, it's in here, the story, he had a vision for a V8 engine and people told him it was impossible. And he got a bunch of engineers together because he wasn't an engineer. And he said, I don't know how to do this, but you guys can figure it out. And they're like, no, it's impossible. He's like, no, we're going to find a way. (laughs) And they spent like years trying to find a way. And eventually, I mean, we're out here driving cars with V8 engines. So it happened, you know? I think that's incredible. And some of us need to just like make up in our minds. Our success is going to happen, but it might not happen in six months. It might not happen in a year. It might not happen in three years. It might happen in five years, 10 years, 15 years. But does that does it happening in that time frame make you not want to do it? If it does, it makes me challenge you. Like, why do you even want it anyways? You must not really want it. For me, wanting my music, wanting my business helps too to work. I have just always wanted it. It was like, these things are so important to me. They need to happen no matter what. And if it takes 20 years to see my business or my music get to where I envision it going, so be it. If I'm the 70 year old woman performing on a stage with my music, y'all going to see me up there. I'm going to be in bright colors. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to be there. All right. Element number five, tuning into your subconscious mind. This is probably my favorite. And I did not expect this from Napoleon Hill. I really didn't. He talks about developing the ability to tune into what he calls divine intelligence, AKA what I call God (laughs) and his Holy Spirit, because you will get, and this is what's crazy. And I can relate on so many levels. The reason we have certain products that helps too, um, I've had certain clients, partnerships, uh, opportunities at helps too, is because I had a hunch or I had a dream or I had a really stand outish niche, random thought. And I attribute that to God and he calls it divine intelligence. He calls it your subconscious, some sub, whoa, why do I mess that word up? Subconscious. Um, and I think we don't give ourselves enough credit. I think we're way more in, in tune with what the world needs and what is to come because I just feel like these hunches work for a lot of people. He talks about in the book, Napoleon Hill, a lot of people that were super intelligent, great leaders, um, great producers of things, how they had hunches and they would literally go into rooms and just sit there sometimes certain people, of course, and just they'd have issues go into a room and they'd just allow the problem to come to them. Or I mean the problems, you know, solution to come to them. And, um, it doesn't work like that for everybody, but he does talk about how this is like a muscle in your life and you can truly get in tune with it. And he says, honestly, it really doesn't even become its strongest until you're like 
40s, 50s, 60s. And so he's like, actually, you becoming older is such a great benefit to your life. Like the things you can achieve when you're older is so incredible. And so that gives me great hope for the future. (laughs) But he talks about the fifth element is tuning into your subconscious mind. And it goes way more in depth than I could tell you on this podcast. You have to read the book, guys. All right. I think that's the fifth element. Element number six And where we're going to land this is getting rid of your alibis. We've all had them. We've all had the excuses. We've all had the doubts, the fears, the naysayers, the thoughts that roam your minds and tell you that you're not good enough or you don't have what it takes or you're too busy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm actually going to read some of them because he has 55. I don't think we're going to go that deeply into them, but Maybe this will encourage you to pick up the book, but I'm going to read some of the alibis and I want to ask you, leave a comment if you're on YouTube, do you use any of these? And if so, which ones? Flag them down. If you need to write them down, write them down. But we need to like look these in the eye and say, you're not holding me back anymore. So here we go. Let's do like maybe 10 to 15. All right. Number one, if only I didn't have a wife and family, dot, dot, dot. Number two, if only I had enough pool, dot, dot, dot. Number three, if only I had money. Number four, if only I had a good education. Number five, if only I could get a job. Number six, if only I had good health. Number seven, if only I had time. Number eight, if only times were better. Number nine, if only other people understood me. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Number 45, if only I were sure of myself. Number 46, if only luck were not against me. And here's the last one. I'll give you guys the juicy one. If only, and this is the greatest of them all, he says, I had the courage to see myself as I really am. I would find out what is wrong with me and correct it. Then I might have a chance to profit by my mistakes and learn something from the experience of others. I know there is something wrong with me or I would not, or I would now be where I would have been if I would have spent more time analyzing my weaknesses and less time building alibis to cover them. Steep, steep. I'm going to leave a link to Napoleon Hill's book. And let me know if you guys like this format of, of conversation because I'm just reading like a fiend lately. and I am loving it. I took a break from reading because Boston U, my alma mater, just kicked my tail and I was done for like 10 years. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. But yeah, I was really done with reading like on a major level um, for a long time, but I'm getting back into it. And there's so much wisdom and wealth in the books that people write. It's just a different way of comprehending that you just don't get from social media or like a Netflix series or the news even, or like your family that is somewhat like you, but different. Like it's just nice to get inside of the head or the heads of many great people through books. And let me know if you like this, but I'm leaving a link to Napoleon Hill's think and grow rich book in the show notes or the description of this video, make sure you go get your copy. Let me know how you like it. And one more reminder before we leave, some of the most successful people are just the ones that never gave up. 
With that, make sure you subscribe and I will see you in the next Creatives Conversation. Bye guys.